With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it's that time of year between now and I would even say, Aaron, a week from Sunday, if you're on social media, that meaning Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, what else am I missing? Anything you are going to see. I don't have a Snapchat account, so maybe I don't know as much about it as I'm trying to portray it. However, over these next 10 days or so, 11 days. You are going to be inundated, Aaron, with NFL predictions for the Ooh. upcoming 2022 season. You may not ask for them. It doesn't matter. You are going to – it is going to be shoved down your throat. You're going to get 
MVP picks. You're going to get rookie of the year picks, offensive and defensive, coach of the year, first coach to be fired. We're going to get all of these over the next 11 days. And what is going to happen in every single one of those predictions, Aaron, is going to be a Super Bowl prediction. Hmm. And this is what I find so intriguing as the NFL season is fastly approaching. It's a week from tomorrow that the Bills will take on the Los Angeles Rams on Thursday night football to kick off the NFL season. And with everything that has gone on from when the Rams beat the Bengals in Super Bowl 56 up until Thursday, what has surprised me the most is how little, how little we have talked about Bills quarterback Josh Allen. And I know that you've got other thoughts on the Bills, and I, and I want you to weigh in on them. But this is, this is just my point. For, for a team that I think we are going to see a lot of those predictions have in, in their Super Bowl 57s in Glendale, Arizona, I think a lot of people are going to put the Buffalo Bills as the representatives of the AFC. We have talked about so many quarterbacks this offseason. If you just just think about how many quarterbacks, we've talked about Kyla Murray, we've talked about Russell Wilson, we've talked about Tom Brady, we've talked about uh, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, we've talked about Aaron Rodgers, we've talked about uh, Patrick Mahomes, we've talked about Derek Carr, we've talked about Deshaun Watson, we've talked about Mitchell Trubisky, Kenny Pickett, like all these places, like there's so much quarterback talk, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz that we never have really spoken about Josh Allen. And I don't know if it's because all the other stuff is juicy. I don't know if it's all because there there were problems or, you know, Russell Wilson's moving to a new place. But there is never I, I just there was never a point where like Josh Allen became a topic of conversation. And I think he's likely one of the top candidates to win NFL MVP. I'm not tipping my hand, but I think that there's a decent chance that he could win that award. And I think that there's a decent chance that the Bills could push for that Super Bowl. I just find this this offseason where so many people are going to be jumping on that Bills bandwagon or maybe, you know, hitching their picks to the Buffalo Bills that we haven't talked a lot about their star quarterback. And, and so now, like, as this season is starting, I think it's going to pick up. I think we're going to hear a lot about the Buffalo Bills over the next 10 days. But it's just pretty amazing to me. And, I mean, obviously the Bills were, were in the news uh, for what was happening with Matt Ariza. Uh, that aside, just more about the Bills' prospect and what happens this offseason. We've talked about so many players, but Josh Allen has just not been a guy that we have talked about very much. So, Dan, I'm going to throw out a term that I think everybody's heard before. You've heard okay. the term old married couple, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not implying anyone's old or anybody's married, but when you say old married couple, you don't necessarily have to be 90 years old and married for 50 years. The implication is that when you settle down and you get into the routine of being married, your life is less chaotic. It's There's more stories when you're 20 and you're single than there are when you're even 28 and in a committed relationship. And so the Buffalo Bills, to me, are just... Up until, as you said, with Matt Arisen, we know that's a very serious topic that's been discussed quite a bit over the last week. There's not really any contra- like controversy is what creates interest in our business, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we haven't talked about the Golden State Warriors in the NBA nearly as much as we have the Los Angeles Lakers, including as Monty just referenced uh, just today, literally with the Genie Bus interview. And so, when I look at the Buffalo Bills, they're the rare place of stability where even the Kansas City Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill, uh, even the New England Patriots, who forever have been stable, are seem unstable. Tom Brady, who has 
has forever been stable, has been kind of in and out of the picture for the last six months. The Bills, to their credit, I'm with you, is that should they be the favorite? Should they not be the favorite? I just think that they're one of the few teams that has really, uh, outside the Matarizes stuff, we know it's serious, I'm not talking about that, but, but there really just hasn't been a reason to talk about them, and in general, that's actually a very good thing. Yeah, that that very well may be the case. Like I, you know, and I, and I should know this because, you know, I mean, the Cleveland Browns were one of the worst teams in the NFL a few years ago, and we couldn't stop talking about them in the off season, or when they, you know, drafted Baker Mayfield and coming off of their, you know, awful season. Like there was, they were still a topic of conversation. You're not talking about this today. We probably didn't talk about the Chiefs. You know, that, that you're saying this, we probably didn't talk about the Chiefs as much as. You know, in previous years, prior to the changes that are now happening in Kansas City, plus it's a Chiefs team that uh, is coming off of a season where they lost in the AFC Championship game, fell short in the Super Bowl before. So now you're wondering, all right, when you know, like when when is Kansas City going to get back and going to win another Super Bowl? So you're, we're even talking about them more. All of that, all of that is pretty fair. It's really like the Von Miller signing was maybe the mm-hmm. you know the only the, the really only news that was made and with with what's happening in New England and not knowing what the coordinators are Zach Wilson's hurt in New York and his own dating issues that he's got like a lot into a situation some like might not the, say their issues but anyway <laughs> neither here nor there but yeah. that like in that division like we have talked way more about the Patriots Jets and Dolphins than we have the, the Bills this entire offseason yeah so. and I mean and I think again it's it you know first of all it's a good thing for Buffalo uh it was funny I remember you and I filling in for Doug a few weeks ago and I referenced the same thing with Trevor Lawrence I said Number one pick, but all we talk about is Zach Wilson and Trey Lance and and Matt yeah. Jones. And you brought up the point. That's a great thing for Trevor Lawrence is that um, you know he has a, a you know an actual coach that's coached in the NFL is keeping the, the coach himself is keeping his name out of the headlines. It's probably a good thing for Trevor Lawrence. I do kind of think it's the same thing with Josh Allen. Uh, now let me kind of flip it and ask you. You mentioned the Bills are the favorite to win the Super Bowl according to to, to most places. Do you believe that's right? Because I don't know that I, I I can make a super compelling argument for somebody else, or that I'm even necessarily like upset that they're the favorite. But but something did strike me is that usually when you look at a Super Bowl favorite, it's the defending champion. Um, it's it's a team where I know the, the the Bucks weren't the favorite when Tom Brady got there, but they have an off season acquisition with with experience or credibility or whatever. The the Broncos odds obviously changed when they got Russell Wilson. So I want to ask you, you know, yes, the Bills, the last time we saw them played one of the great games literally in the history of the NFL. It was still in the divisional round. They lost to a team that lost a week later, didn't even make the Super Bowl. I do think it's kind of interesting that they've been the default favorites, despite the fact that that their their best showing yeah. in the Josh Allen uh, Sean McDermott era is an AFC Championship game where they got completely destroyed. Not not to not to reveal your age, but do you remember the Bills four Super Bowls? Like do you like when they lost? Loosely, I I can't yeah. sit here and lie that I say I remember every detail. But people, yes, people my age. Uh, and I'm in my mid 40s, uh, vividly remember. And in fact, I not only did we get tired of seeing the Bills in the Super Bowl, the Bills got tired of being in the Super Bowl. Like Jim Kelly, even in, like in the 30 for 30, was like, you know, at, at halftime of the fourth straight Super Bowl we were in, like we were toast. Like we were, it was over. There was we weren't going to beat Dallas that game, even though I think they were winning at halftime in that game. Like it wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna happen. Like it was just over. And I think there are a lot of people like me that sit there and look back and being like, man, what a run. And then they had their 
Music City Miracle where they had their hearts ripped out by the Titans, and then you just have this drought, and it's this passionate fan base, and people warm to that. It's fun to pick the Bills. Sure. They're actually a fun team. Oh, yeah. And, while, and, and, and the stability part that you said, and also when you look at like their – And I know they took a step back last year for like they didn't go as far as they did the year before, but you still feel like like when they lost to the Chiefs in the AFC championship game two years ago, they weren't in the Chiefs class last year, even though they faced in the divisional game, they were in that class. So it was was almost a step up, even though they didn't go a step further than they did the year before. And I think it's that natural progression but I think it's actually fun to bet on the Bills. I think that there's this part of, of, of people who are my age that want to bet on the Bills. That that if your favorite team isn't the Buffalo Bills, they would be the team that maybe you would cheat on, you know, like your team with. Or they would be like your second <laughs> sure. favorite team. And you know, especially if you're in the NFC, you know, maybe maybe not in the AFC East, but they're like they're a fun team to pick and they would be a fun team to watch and, and to ride. So I think that that all plays into it as well. And I know that, you know, recent history maybe doesn't warrant them being in that number one spot, especially with having not won it at all. And I don't know how much the Rams took a step back last season, but I think it's more fun to pick the bills than it is to say, pick the Rams or to pick a Tom Brady led Buccaneers team or a Packers led Aaron Rodgers team than, than maybe anybody else. Like just like, I think the chargers, like the chargers, we expect great things, but also, you know what? It's probably going to be pretty fun to watch some chargers games, but I think the bills have that aspect. And that's why I think you're seeing them be pushed up as as the top Super Bowl contender, because why not? It'd be fun to cheer for the Buffalo Bills. Zero doubt. And I know you said, you know, people of your generation, they're they're the lovable losers because they couldn't get over the hump. But to even younger people, they're, they're, they're the lovable losers, too, because they were just really bad for a really long time. And their parents or their grandparents or whoever told them about remember when they were good. So it feels like it, it does feel like right. It's funny. We were talking. We opened the show by talking about how, uh, you know, Notre Dame and Ohio State are kind of uh, two teams that are easy to root against. I find the Buffalo Bills very easy to root for, uh, and I think it's a combination of the four lost Super Bowls in a row, uh, mm-hmm. Bills Mafia. I do think there's something about like you know if you're like like if if you if you're a part of Bills Mafia, if you are at those games. Like you are a diehard college football or a diehard football fan, excuse me. Like it's easy to get season tickets to the Rams and go sit in SoFi Stadium when it's seventy-five degrees outside and you know eighty control climate indoors. It's another thing to sit at Ralph Wilson Stadium if that's what they still call it. I don't know if it is when it's you know negative. New era tw- field, I believe, is what it's I think called. you're right. Maybe, I knew, yeah, I knew there was a name. Maybe it changed. So well, it's a new well, it's a new era for the Buffalo Bills, is what it is. But no, I I, I think there's Highmark some- Stadium. That's what it is now. Highmark Stadium. Well, Sorry. it might be a high. Mark this year for the Buffalo. Yeah, I'll keep going. You want me to keep going? Let's do this. No, but you know, and and I think I, I think there's something to that, right? Where if you're, uh, and this is no disrespect, but it's the truth. If you're a Cowboys fan that isn't from Dallas, if you're a Packers fan that's not from Wisconsin, like there is like a bandwagon element to it. It doesn't feel as though the Bills have bandwagon fans. It feels as though the fans that have been there have been through a lot uh, and go through a lot to to go to support root for that team. And then finally, it, it, like you said, the the losing in the Super Bowls, but then the losing for so long, um, you know, during the the last twenty years, I, I've seen over the last couple years it seems like there's a lot of people that have really latched onto the buffalo bills yeah it is i mean 
I, I look back and it's it's another one of the things where when you were younger, like I wasn't a Bills fan. I kind of got sick of the Bills going to the Super Bowls as they did. But it also connects you back to your childhood. You know, and and I think that is something where then you look at something back then and and appreciate it more now that you're older. And so I think that the the Bills have that factor. You know, like the Vikings lost four Super Bowls in the um you know, the 1970s, I think late 60s was one of them. But anyway, in the 1970s, I, I didn't necessarily see that when I was, you know, like when Randall Cunningham and, and Randy Moss and Chris Carter were so close to going to the Super Bowl or when Brett Favre was, you know, about, you know, 12, 13 years ago. I didn't see that like of people being like, oh, man, I wish Minnesota would get in. But it's something about those four consecutive Super Bowls. It's something about losing like they did to the Giants um, with the Scott Norwood. Sure kick of just of of losing that way and just you know if the kick you know if they make the kick and how much it changes the fortunes of of so many in in NFL history and I think that I think people also go back to that time so I think there's a lot with the Buffalo Bills and on you know you talked about their fan base if this was the New York City Bills yeah I don't think it's the same you know it's yeah, it's not the L.A. Well, Bills, but being in Buffalo, uh, having that be a two sport professional town, I think also adds to it. Well, and it might be, you know, we might have talked about this at a, at a different time, Dan. I can't remember if it was a show that I did with you or someone else, but the, the, there's an element to this as well, although they're not winning with the Detroit Lions, is that not only are they bad, but there's something about Detroit, Motor City, toughness that like makes you it's kind of hard not to root for them now there's been years where they're not interesting but they're they're interesting and they have the history and it does feel like again there has been um you know it seems as though there's a big group of people that seem to be actively rooting for them and again that's a lot different than say the houston texans or the miami dolphins or somebody that hasn't been good but it's not as blue collar not as rugged all that stuff He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb today on the Doug Gottlieb Show. That's brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Coming up next, what's the most important position in all of college football? We'll tell you here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug coming up in 10 minutes. Right after Monsi Bolaños gives us the latest, uh, not only will the latest AT Top 10 poll be released. No, not AP, the AT Top 10 but the John Ramos top 10 poll will be Ooh. released as well. That coming up in 10 minutes here on Fox Sports Radio. But speaking of college football, you have your eyes on one team, on one specific position that could be the most important in all of college football in 2022. I do. And the question becomes, America's waiting to know, will this team end up in the AT top 25 or AT top 10 thankfully not top 25 it's only a three-hour show um no I mean John Ramos has got the top 120 coming up oh oh, it's ranking all 100 okay uh, (laughs) all right I'm curious to see where he has James Madison it's been the talk of the uh, water cooler in the back but so I'll say this is that look you know college football is a top heavy sport um and the number of teams that can actually win the championship right and I say this all the time and I'm sure you've probably said the same on all your shows Dan is that there's Uh, there's a fair number of teams that can make the playoff, as we saw with Cincinnati and Michigan last year. But the question becomes, can you beat those upper-level teams, and then can you beat two of them back-to-back over the course of a week to actually win the national championship? And so I bring it up because I don't think there are really that many teams that can win a championship. I do think Clemson is one of them. Um, I'm far from an NFL draft expert, but they have three, four guys that everybody are projecting off the defensive side of the ball as as top, uh, as first-round NFL draft picks. I think I saw Dabo say he thinks eight players in his front seven could eventually be drafted, whether it's this year or in subsequent years. So, you know, 
I don't want to say Georgia-level defensive talent from last year, but certainly national championship-level talent. And so, to me, the most interesting position in college football is on the opposite side of the ball at Clemson, which is quarterback, because we saw DJ Uyla step in for Trevor Lawrence last year, uh, and it wasn't pretty. 56% completion percentage, nine touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and that is, it goes without saying, not going to get it done. Now, Dabo Sweeney said all the right things about how he's matured, how he's grown, how they like what, he've se- what they've seen, but if he doesn't vastly improve or if his backup, a true freshman named, named Cade Klubnik, isn't able to step in for him, you're going to see a national championship caliber team with Clemson fall right off the rails. And then I think you start to have the conversation of if they miss the playoff two years in a row, if they don't win the ACC two years in a row, is this a program in decline? And so for that reason, I believe the Clemson quarterback position is the most intriguing and interesting in college football. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I think you make good points. I think there, there are, you know, certain situations maybe around college football that you could make arguments for. I don't know if they would top your argument, uh, with DJ Uyunglele, the the question that I have is, if it doesn't work out, what are the domino effects? Because you you have a program with with Clemson where you had Taj Boyd, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, and now you're starting to be like, okay, this is starting to be a bit of a factor. And you take a kid from across the country, five star that any program in the country Correct. would have wanted. And now you can't find him on any, like, like the planet at, at Clemson for him was probably like when he signs on the dotted line, you're planning on this being his last year. Like for this sure. would have been, you know, him. Then he goes off to the NFL draft. Go and find me an NFL list right now that has him on a prospect of being a top quarterback that could be eligible in the 2023 draft. Great it's call. difficult. Mm-hmm. Like and, and 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 I think that there are not only for this year, but I think it is for the for the Clemson program as well. If you go to other places like it it could have started to develop into a quarterback factory or a place where you're just spitting out pro quarterbacks because of your success. Like it was on the road to that. If that doesn't happen, and it fails miserably, whether DJ or whoever is quarterbacking. I also wonder what that means for Clemson as the program, because we it sure feels like they arrived when you know when it felt like it was Clemson and Alabama and in in all of the national championship games that were being played, or at least in, in the playoff, we're like, all right, this program has arrived. And it's not to take anything away from it, but I I, I agree with you that not only for twenty twenty two, but I think even the longer effects of if it doesn't work out, like where that would put Clemson. How does this def- – you know, you, you mentioned the players on defense, but now that Brent Venables isn't there, how does Correct, that yeah. change? It's a, it's a really big year for Clemson in a lot of – you know, in a lot of reasons, and especially now, too, with realignment taking place. Um, you know, they're moving on to if, – if maybe that ends up happening, if all of a sudden, you know, the SEC comes calling and they're there, I, yeah, talk about it. Talk about a heavy season and a heavy position all on the shoulders of one quarterback. I think there are a lot of dominoes that could fall in Clemson. Well, and the other thing, too, and this is kind of super nerdy college football stuff, but why it's also interesting to me is because their entire program, Clemson, has basically been predicated on two things. One, it's player development, where you have guys like Isaiah Simmons, you know, three, four-star guy, ends up being a first-round pick. It has been predicated on elite quarterback play. And why that's important, obviously everybody wants elite quarterback play.
play. I get that. But why it's important is because, I'll be blunt, I don't know if the development stuff is going to be as important going forward in the transfer portal era. Um, I still think you got to develop people. Uh, I still think the the core of the best teams will come from the high school ranks and be second, third, fourth year players. But Dabo Sweeney has been very vocal about he does not want to use the transfer portal. He does not believe in it. Uh, his exact quote is, "My transfer portal is that locker room right there. If I'm looking for somebody to step up, I'm going to look for look to the guys that I recruited to bring in this program." You flip that with somebody. Forget Lincoln Ryan who had the extreme makeover this year or Brian Kelly who had the extreme makeover this offseason Alabama like signed five guys in the portal that could be significant contributors this year so Alabama has adjusted uh, Ohio State has adjusted Michigan took a guy or two even Notre Dame Notre Dame has a starting safety that that was an All-American at, at Northwestern previously and so Notre Dame a school that that frankly can't get a lot of kids into school has said hey if there's a spot for us to improve our roster through the portal we're going to do it Dabo Sweeney so far has been resistant so now it, it puts that much more pressure on the development but also the quarterback being a difference maker because you can't just plug holes and it, it, if he's He's not obviously we can kind of see where that's going to go from there he's Aaron Torres I'm Dan Byer this is the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio maybe the most important person of this show is at the news desk right now she's Monty Bolaños and she's here to give us the latest of what's happening on this Wednesday keeping us all up to date of all the happenings going on in the world of sports so much is happening but let's do a little of a college uh, football here the Big 12 announced that it's entered early negotiations with ESPN and Fox on a new TV deal that would start in 2025, which is interesting because the Pac-12 is currently negotiating a new TV deal of its own with those networks as well for 2024. So it could complicate things. You know, you know what is interesting? And I, and I want to quick get Aaron's thoughts on this. Like, you know, we talk about the Big Ten and I think Brett McMurphy of the Action Network had you know, that the Big Ten was talking with or, you know, looking at Notre Dame and obviously Oregon and Washington and Cal and Stanford. I think those ACC schools are just up for grabs. Yeah. Like if you're North Carolina and your media deal runs through, you know, like, you know, as, as far as it, you know, as it does, there's a way that you can get out and go to the Big Ten. Like I, yeah, we're just talking about Clemson and the point. SEC. Yeah. Like well, I... I mean, there's a new media deal for the Big Ten coming up again. We talked about in seven more years. So, yeah, I really – I, you know, we focus on what's going to happen with the Big 12 and the Pac-12, but I still think that some of those ACC schools are in play. Well, and it's just a great point in general is that we've spent so much time talking about the Pac-12 schools, as we should because their, their contract is up. But we all know that behind the scenes, those ACC schools are working to find mm-hmm. more stable footing either in the SEC or the Big Ten. Whether it'll happen or not, I don't know. But obviously everybody is trying to get to one of those two conferences to protect themselves. Right. We'll see what happens, guys. We'll see what happens. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. We have got some college football talk. Aaron Torres is about to reveal his top 10 in college football. And then immediately after that, John Ramos reveals his top 10 college football places he would like to visit. Aaron you go first, starting out number 10 to number one. Let's actually, no, we like, do, do you want to do one to 10 or do you want to do 10 to one? We'll do 10 to one, do a little okay. build up. I will say two teams that just missed the cut, big rivals, probably not surprised. USC does just miss the cut, uh, as does Notre Dame. I, I, you know, I like Notre Dame. I do think, I hate to be cliche, that they're a little bit overrated. At number 10, a little bit of a curveball. 
the Miami Hurricanes. Mm. Mario Cristobal in. They were hot last year. Worth noting, their quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, was fantastic. He's from Connecticut. No big deal. So, of course, he was Miami at number 10. Number 9. The program of the offseason, they were the big winners. Texas A&M can't keep their name out of our mouths. I do think they're a, a year away from really competing at the highest level, but they've named Haynes King their starter. I expect them good things from them. Number eight, a little bit of a curveball. Don't think they win Saturday, but I do like the Oregon Ducks out of the Pac-12. A lot of experience returning on the defensive side of the ball. Dan Lanning coming in as the head coach. Think that defense has a, a chance to be really good. Number seven. The man who quotes the Bible himself, Jim Harbaugh, the Michigan Wolverines, they have not named a starting quarterback yet, but with their out-of-conference schedule, it doesn't matter. Michigan's schedule actually breaks very nicely for them. No Wisconsin and Iowa out of the other division in the Big Ten. Also, Penn State and Michigan State at home do have to go to Ohio State, though. Number six, back to the Pac-12. How about them Utah Utes? Love Utah going to Florida this weekend. Big physical, bring back Cam Rising, Rose Bowl runner-ups to Ohio State, like Utah at number six. Number five, we just talked about them, the Clemson Tigers. Uh, I think their defense is so good that, listen, their defense was so good last year that they won 10 games even with the quarterback struggles. I think they get better quarterback play this year, whether it's from DJ or the backup Cade Klubnick. Clemson at number five. Number four, the reigning national champion Georgia Bulldogs. I just don't think they're quite on the level of last year, but they still bring back a bunch of talent on defense. They bring back a bunch of talent on offense, and they are going to be favored by a comfortable margin in every game they play until the SEC championship game. Spoiler alert, we'll save who they'll play in the SEC championship game until later in this segment. Number three, a little bit of a curveball. I do like the Oklahoma Sooners. Talked about it with R.J. Young earlier. Yes. Uh, Defense should be improved with Brent Venables as the head coach. Dylan Gabriel, the last time we saw him, 32 touchdowns, 3,500 yards during a 2020 COVID season in which he only played 10 games. He's going to be in the same system this year at Oklahoma. Number two, Ohio State Buckeyes do have questions on defense, uh, but you're returning the uh, p- um, potential number one pick in the draft, C.J. Stroud, maybe the best wide receiver in college football, Jackson Smith and Jig. But they're number two. And then number one, uh, spoiler, 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 it is the Alabama Crimson Tide. I think they are significantly better than everybody else in college football this year. We know they return the best player on offense in Bryce Young, the best player on defense in Will Anderson. But as I said, they hit the portal hard with four or five difference makers on both sides of the ball. That was a nice little uh, pre preview of the main event of this segment which is John Ramos I hand it over to you my friend <laughs> well, I do want to say you were very in. kind to Utah not only did you uh, put them sixth but you also said they didn't lose the Rose Bowl game they were just runners up in it so that, oh. that, that, that was very kind of you you know I, the youths the played par- well they I had a the participation trophy era apparently yes <laughs> no they, listen I'll say this really quick on Utah I want to get to Ramos if the argument is that Ohio State has the potential to have a historically great offense this year and Utah went score for score with them and perturns basically everybody why isn't Utah's offense going to be really 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 awesome as well so that's my big picture thought on Utah the Rose Bowl runners up Dan Byer all right John Ramos your top 10 college football Uh-oh. stadiums venues tension. You schools tension that you would like to visit okay I'm going to throw out the Rose Bowl and the Coliseum off the bat because I've been to both of them already. I've seen there games we there. Go. So they're, right. they're out. Okay. They, they are out. And also, John Ramos doesn't fly. So if there are places where he'd like to go where he has to fly, you have to realize on how much 
He right. wants to go there. All right, number number ten is going to be War Memorial Stadium, Wyoming. Ooh, Ooh. I just right. I just I like the state of Wyoming, and uh, you know, so you, you and Kanye, Kanye's yeah. got a house there. Yeah, I, so. I like I like that they have pine trees. Yeah, uh, in the end zone. You know, it's very it's got that very nice you know country feel. Number nine, the blue field of Boise State. Good I like, choice. I like, or is it blue? Is it blue Dan or is it like a yes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, how about this back to back? My favorite, one of my favorite states is Colorado, and I've been to this stadium a hundred times, but never seen a game there. Falcon Stadium at the Air Force Academy in Colorado <laughs> Springs. Been there hundreds of times. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what an interesting place to stop at a bunch, but, but never see a game. By never the saw way, a game. by the way, he is our Mountain West insider. Oh my goodness! And are you nope. no, uh, noticing a theme with these uh, must oh, yeah. have places to be in college football? <laughs> you talk, by the way, Dan, you talked about the uh, the sideline, uh, the uh, turnover bong. I think you know I'm, <laughs> I'm sensing a, a, a theme here with John Ramos's picks as well. But anyway, oh. all right, number seven. Let's stay in the state of Colorado with the Buffaloes at Folsom Field. There you go. Yeah. So I'm headed there. Number seven. My dad's, oh, this is six. Oh, number six. My dad's favorite team, Notre Dame. So I'm at Notre Dame Stadium. Okay, Ooh. I'd like to go there. At number five, growing up, always heard about Texas. So how about the Texas Memorial Stadium and the Longhorns? What about if you have to go with Greg Tuohy? No. Where does that go in the <laughs> rankings? Does that drop them? Or it might that... drop them a tad. But oh, right okay. now we're at number – what number I, – I messed up on the numbers here. You're on number f- – now we have four more to go. Okay. So next would be uh, Bryant-Denny Stadium for Alabama. Ooh, roll tie. Yeah, roll tie. We'll check that one out. Uh, I always saw Florida State on TV when I was a kid and Bobby Bowden. So let's go to, is it Doak Campbell Stadium? Yes. Florida State. Tallahassee is super boring, just so you know. Okay. Uh, sorry. I just want to see a game there. How's that? Yeah, that was the that's question. fine. You can leave right after. I have been to this stadium. I have been inside this next stadium, but not for a game, just to walk around. That's the big house, Michigan. Wow. My UConn Huskies are playing there this year. If I if I didn't host on Saturdays, I thought about going, but what are you going to do? And Next number day. one, not because of Dan Beyer, but just because the horseshoe of Ohio State. Wow. The Ohio State Buckeyes. Ohio State beats Michigan again. There is, yes, there, there is a, there, by the way, is a line that was between seven and six where John's like, I can drive to the first four in my 10. <laughs> But you know these are the places; these are the six schools that I would fly to if I if I needed to. Any but thoughts you- on those, Aaron and Dan? <laughs> I mean the fir- the last four or five. I mean the first four or five, which were the last four or five, I thought were pretty good. You know, I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have, if if I had Vegas odds, Wyoming would not have made the list. Okay. It. I do like how John put at number two a place that he has been, but just hasn't seen a game. That's right. Because well, you also, said, yeah, you said to see a game there. Yes, right. correct. He's also apparently been to Falcon Field hundreds of times in his own words. So. <laughs> Here's something interesting about Falcon. I know we got a break. Their stadium is right off the freeway, like right off the freeway in Colorado Springs. But the Air Force Academy is like 20 miles farther back. Oh. Like you can't even see the Air Force Academy. You see the stadium, and then you have to drive all this way past armed guards. To get to the actual uh, hmm. Air Force Stadium or Air Force Academy. Well, that, that's maybe why they're eight and not seven. <laughs> Real quick, Dan, is the Colorado shoe? Is. I've never been to the shoe. Is it? Is it on campus or it's in just yes. like Columbus, Columbus? Oh, yeah, okay, good. No, it is. It is. It's you know, it's kind of like northwest of downtown because Columbus is 
big city. Like it. That's why I ask. Is, yeah, but, yeah, I've never been. So yeah, yeah. Like, no, it is. It is in the city limits. Yeah, and it's on campus. So. I will say, like John Ramos, I actually was when I moved to California was driving and stopped at the Nebraska field, which was beautiful. Did not see a game there. But it's very cool. That would make my list as well. That is so. that the yeah, Lincoln Memorial Stadium. Dan, there is Dan. Is really should I cool. put this up on Twitter? Yeah, my yes, top you should. ten yes. places I'd like to At see. JS Ramos okay. zero six, and you should tag each of these programs. <laughs> okay, so this will be done yeah. by like eight p.m. tonight. <laughs> He's John Ramos. That's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Bayer. We're all here for Doug Gottlieb today on the Doug Gottlieb Show. It doesn't mean that Doug wasn't working. He was in on the herd, and you wouldn't believe what he has to say about the Dallas Cowboys. You'll want to hear it. That's next on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. Today's Doug Gottlieb show is brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you could redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Doug's not in today. He was in earlier for Colin Cowherd on the herd, and you're going to hear from Doug right now in a segment we like to call. And now. <laughs> What's up, the fuck? Doug's take on the 2022 Dallas Cowboys. Tell me a team outside maybe of Cleveland with the Deshaun Watson thing. Tell me a team who's had a worst offseason in terms of, of injuries and of age and of just being okay. But our brand loyalty to the Cowboys seems to have no end in sight. And, and the reality of it is they're just okay on that offensive side of the ball in a league well, you got to be great in that offensive side of the ball. Do you think that the Cowboys uh, brand makes us think that they are going to be better than they are? Aaron Torres. You know, I hadn't really considered it until Doug mentioned it, but I, I sort of do. I mean, I, you know, I, I think maybe the last week there's been a little, you know, Philly love, but I think everybody just kind of assumes, you know, they're going to win 13, you know, whatever. They're going to win the division, win a bunch of games, and not win when it matters most. But as Doug pointed out, you know, you lose Amari Cooper, some injuries, Tyron Smith. I could see the scenario where they take a major step back. I, like, I, don't, I think there's a scenario where people think, think that, Philly wins the division, not Dallas. I don't think anyone sees the scenario where they completely fall apart, and I can absolutely see the scenario where the Cowboys completely fall apart. Yeah, I, I just don't know who's saying that they're going to be great. Sure, like that. That's like the, like I think that there is this. Maybe they can win the NFC East, but that's more about the Giants not being good, Washington having their issues, and then it's a two horse race between them and Philly, sure. and then it's a matter of if you like Jalen Hurts or not. Uh, you know, not even looking at who the rest of the Eagles are, running game, you know, other, you know, what they've got on defense. It's all relies on the shoulders of Jalen Hurts, it seems to be. But that's where it then seems to fall. But I, I just, they're, they're not, I know that they won the division last year, but they're just not in the same class as the Rams. There's no way they can be. They're not in the same class as the Buccaneers or the Packers either. Um, I think that the Cowboy hype only goes to the NFC East. I don't think people are talking about them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I don't think that there's crazy hype, but I don't think anyone has prepared for the scenario where they completely fall apart. And as I said, I could totally see that happening. What does the fuck say? It does happen. 
I mean, I mean, it it really does. But I would even think that you know, like sometimes brand loyalty, like would give Green Bay a boost. But all we continue to say is, well, they don't have you know Devonte Adams anymore, and we didn't look at maybe the upgrades that they made on defense, which could be one of the top defenses in the NFL. So. I think we're being pretty fair with the Dallas Cowboys is is my point. Um, maybe we're expecting more because of that star on the helmet, but I also think we expect Mike McCarthy to screw something up mm-hmm. or allow us to focus on something that he did in the game that is absolutely ridiculous. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Baker Mayfield has spoken this time on the record for his feelings about the Browns. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.